we all can't help but wonder what adventures lie just over the next ridge. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in a 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always your updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Along with Assistant, Google Maps, and Google Play Store are all built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Being a plus size black woman and venturing into a business that doesn't necessarily love you or isn't really rooting for you, I think all of that is born out of necessity. I, it was very necessary for me to not really care too much about what other people said that I should be doing and really just marching to the beat of my own drummer, being focused on whatever target it is that I wanted to heat, hit and either going to get on board <laughs> or you're going to watch this train go by. <laughs> and that's, that's just it. It's giving, it's giving energy. <laughs> I love it. On this edition of Naked, it's actress, singer, uh, creator, Everything. She is everything. Amber Riley. Y'all don't want to miss it. Back in a moment. 
Are you all about the NBA action? You've got to try Pick 6, the newest fantasy app from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Right now, new customers can earn a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Getting started is simple. Just download the DraftKings Pick 6 app and sign up with code TBE. Pick at least two players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Like, will they score more or less than 30 points or have more or less than eight assists? Lock them in and compete against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and get started with code TBE. New customers can earn a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with code TBE. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit to receive a match of up to $100 in Pick 6 credits. Non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only. Expire after 180 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We all can't help but wonder what awaits us around the next corner. What new roads are left to be discovered? What adventures lie just over the next ridge? Push beyond your current limits and find out. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in a 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always updating assistant that can be called on for almost anything. Whether the adventure is about the destination, the journey itself, or both. Your SUV will match your tenacity mile after mile. And no matter how far you wander, you'll remain tethered to home without the need to connect your phone. Along with Assistant, Google Maps and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Every single one of Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. The world is waiting to be discovered. What are you waiting for? Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Carry champions to be a champion, a champion and carry champion and carry champion, a champion and carry champion and carry champion. Greatest, greatest in sports and entertainment, connected with. In a world with vulnerable, considered weak. 
Come and remove the veil from entertainment's elite. It's the difference between what is real and what the public sees. So here's your favorite celebrities behind the scenes. It's refreshing, authentic, the whole story specific. Life altering events to shape the person that you hear. We got a champion and carry champion. Hey girl, you did it. It's the greatest in sports and entertainment. Connected with us. every champion and carry champions to be a champion. Got a champion and carry champion. Hey girl, you did it. Got a champion and carry champion and carry champion. Greatest, greatest in sports and entertainment. Connected with. Hey, everybody. Thank you for joining us for another edition of Naked. Uh, As I said, Amber Riley is on the podcast today and you're going to enjoy her. She gives me she's giving as the kids say. I'm going to continue to say that she's giving. Uh, I like to give you guys all a recap, though, before we dive into the podcast. I am coming off a very exciting, exhilarating week, Um, tiring week. So excuse me if I sound a little beat. They announced my new show on CNN. Um, it's on CNN Plus, actually, coming in March, and it's called Speakeasy. I'm doing it with my girl, Jay Hill, and we are doing what we do. Inform, entertain, be amazing, be black, be unapologetic, be smart, think differently, and share some really good hot takes with y'all. <laughs> um, so that's wonderful. We also were honored by Essence. It's been, it's been a beautiful week. It's coming off a of Super Bowl, and that is where I want to spend just a little time. I feel like a bit of a hypocrite because surely I enjoyed the Super Bowl concert. Surely I enjoyed the Super Bowl game. My Rams won. But I tell you what, just weeks before I was going in on the NFL about how they treated Brian Flores and their very obvious uh, racist practices or their their idea that they don't need to fold to anyone and have diversity in positions of power, including ownership. Um, but yet and still, I was enjoying that game on Sunday. I know y'all did. Uh, and it's funny, I've been having this conversation with, I've been having this particular conversation, excuse me, with several of my friends. And the reality is one must be okay with the world that they live in, right? Because this is the world we live in. But it seems so hypocritical to enjoy the game and the concert and knowing the concert was all black because they wanted to be like, see, we're, we're diverse. We gave you guys a black concert in the history of the Super Bowl. Take this black concert. You black people, entertain us, play on the field, entertain us. And I enjoyed it, and I was entertained. You know, both can be true. I'm still very disappointed with the league. And I don't know what to do with that outside of using my platform to talk about what's wrong. Uh, But yet and still, I'm enjoying the game. Am I a hypocrite? I'm struggling. I'm struggling with it. Uh, And that is a conversation, obviously, for another time. But uh, it has been a week filled with a lot of wonderful, exciting news, also with a real sobering moment of what to do when you feel so compelled to speak boldly against such an institution as the NFL, but yet and still you're watching the NFL. And I don't think boycotting is the answer. I don't think not watching is the answer. At least I don't think so now. The world we live in, the two Americas. Meanwhile, back to the yes. Uh, Amber Riley joined us as she was promoting um, (laughs) Single Black Female. Do you guys remember that original film, Single White Female? Do you remember that? Uh, I forget who the actress was, but she had red hair. And I remember watching that and thinking, gosh, these women are crazy. So Amber Riley reprising that role um, in a Lifetime original, Single Black Female. Uh, It came out in February, early February 5th. So I hope you all support. If you don't, still go back on demand support because you can do that. But let me tell you a little bit about Amber Riley. What I love about her, as she has so clearly stated, she grew up in Compton and she made her creative and made her who she is. And I thought looking at her, 
man, black don't crack. I was like, she got to be, because I, I hate to Google people because the ages always lie. So I was like, she's got to be 20, 30, maybe 20 something, 30 something, maybe. She hit me with a full mature age and I was like, okay, then, okay, then. I forget that these these people who play high school characters, for instance, she was in Glee. You may remember her in Glee. She was Mercedes in Glee. It made me think, hmm, she has to be young, but she was not. <laughs> Excuse me, but geez. And that was, I mean, how long ago was that? That was a while ago. But anyway, she really became known to a lot of people um, locally and probably to you all when she was well, when she tried out for American Idol at the age of 17, right? And she got rejected. And it was like sad and she was disappointed and she didn't know what was going to happen. And it was a bummer. Um, but she ended up getting something better, right? Working as an actress that can sing. And her singing career led to so many other things. She sang at the Democratic National Convention in 2012. She has this powerful voice and she has a powerful presence and she's unapologetic about it. But she also can act which we all know. And so when I was talking to her, the point of the conversation was really just to find out who she was and what she stands for. You know, I call that intestinal fortitude, what you want to do with what you have. That is all that matters in life. What do you have? Because it doesn't need to be much. And what will you do with it? Is it just about us and living for ourselves? Or is it about being an example for others? Is it about sharing with the world? Is it about giving your gift back to other people? Um, or is it helping other people find their gifts? Because we all have gifts. Baby got gifts. Shoddy got gifts. I think that's a Ray J song. Anyway, you guys are going to enjoy her. Uh, I, Amber is really, really crystal clear about who she is. And I just started at the beginning. Tell me about yourself, Amber. Who you are, who you be with, what makes you smile, what numbers do I dial? That's not really how the rap goes, but essentially that's what I asked Amber Riley. Give it up for Amber Riley. Oh, man. So I'm from Compton, California. And I always do say, you know, Compton Compton made me that there used to be a saying, don't nothing good, good come out of Compton. But it does. There's a lot of great things that have come out of Compton. I loved my upbringing. I grew up on a, a little ranch in Compton. I grew up around cowboys and horses, and chickens, and pigs, and people never believe me when I say this. Listen, grew up on Richland Farms, that's what it's called, Richland Farms, and I just had like a a very, you know, close-knit family. We didn't have a lot, but what we had, we made work. Um, uh, it was always fun and an, and an adventure. Growing up in the hood made you super creative, so it attributed to so much of my creativity as an adult. I mean, I still deal with insecurities now. Um, I'm not unaffected. I'm not stoned. Uh, it's just, I feel like as you get old, as I've gotten older, I've started to understand that there is no destination when it comes to mental health. It's always going to be a journey the rest of my life and it's going to ebb and flow and I'm going to have my ups and downs. Even talking to my therapist today, I've been on a high for my movie coming out. And, you know, she was like, you know, I just wanted to even talk to you about, you know, it's going to come down eventually. And that's OK. Just so you know, like, let's not not preparing for gloom and doom, but just knowing that every single uh, emotion um, uh, is, is uh, temporary. And so I have my insecurities like everyone else. And I have um, 
fallen into wanting to fit in just like everyone else has. And, uh, you know, Hollywood will definitely do that to you. But it's always the individuals that stick out. So I respect Amber because she does advocate for herself. And that to me is really hard to do, especially when you're in spaces where it's rare, meaning the rarefied air when there's just one of you. Because the first thing I know, the first thing I think about when I'm at work and I'm advocating for myself, I automatically know that those, them, the others will say, there she go, with an attitude, black girl with an attitude, she asking for too much, she's a diva, or whatever. All the things, right? These are all the narratives that pop in your head uh, when you're trying to simply say, hey, can I get a, can I get another chair for me to sit down on set? <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Uh, or can I... Do you mind if I, too, get the same email that gives me the details about how to finish the job? All I'm saying is that when you find yourself in these spaces, it is so difficult to advocate for yourself for fear of thinking how you will be received. So with that being said, on January 15th, 2022, early this year, Amber tweeted, I despise when people call me Mercedes. Put some respect on my name. Call me Amber or Riley. It's wild that I even have to say that. No shade to the show slash character that gave me a career. But please stop this shit. I don't answer to it. And if you do it facetiously, I'll block you. Of course, I had to ask Amber what that was about. It was a trigger. <laughs> it was a response. It was a response. <laughs> it was a trigger. Well, I'm, honestly, you know, it was it was a response to a couple of tweets, but one in particular, and it, and it happens often. And I specifically meant online, so it was kind of it, it's kind of been framed and reported uh, in a different way than I than I meant it. So it really was just me saying I want people to use my name, like I'm a person. So if you're gonna address me, just call me Amber. When some people would say it online and there's a certain demographic of people that would say it online, it was said in a way to kind of dehumanize me and take away who I am as a person. Um, it was a very, very nasty tweet that I was responding to, but I just didn't at the person because I'm not going to give you clout. I'm not going to at you. But the way that some of them would call me Mercedes, it, it it's as if it was a curse word. It's kind of like when the movie Precious came out and every fat black girl was called Precious in a negative way. Do you know what I'm saying? So I, I tried to I, I, I was like, people didn't under they don't you guys don't understand what was going on in my head when I say that I'm also the only black character on the show. And I'm also the only one that you guys do that to. So it's not being done out of, as you were trying to say, out of admiration or excitement or anything like that. Because when you at me online, you see that my name is Amber Riley. You know, and I know the difference between somebody, you know, who who loves me and just loves the character and is just like excited. That's not that's not what I'm saying. It's there are people that are doing it facetiously and I'm emotionally intelligent. I know the difference. I'm I'm, I'm I know the difference. So that was a response to that person. I was, I honestly was not expecting this to blow up for me asking me to say my name. But, you know, anytime a black woman doesn't seem humble enough for people or we advocate for ourselves, we're a bitch or we're ungrateful or we're angry. And I'm like, yeah, no, I was annoyed. <laughs> I was triggered in that moment. I was triggered and I don't like when people do that. So I'm going to tell them like, hey, 
call me Amber Riley because my name is Amber. So just like, don't call me Mercedes when you know my name. It's right here. You can't really be afraid of um, what they're going to call you (laughs) or how you can't because honestly, whatever it is that you say, like, you know, I was on a, I was on a set where anything that I, I, that I said was taken as a complaint. And it's, and it's like that and just in Hollywood in general, any set, any, you know, set that set, any set that I've been on, it's like, you have to say it really super sweet or you have to be really nice. And it's always good to be kind. It's not like I'm, I'm going to be rude. You know, I'm not going to be an asshole just to be an asshole on a set. Like the other person is a person. I respect you as a person, but you know, there are certain things that you need. Like when I was on <laughs> For, for single black female, Raven said the one thing that I've learned from Amber is how to advocate for myself because she doesn't play. I don't. Hey, I'm. Hey guys, you know we're on set. The, all the actors are on set and there are no cast chairs. Hey, you have this actor and I know that this is he is only working one day, but he needs a cast chair. He shouldn't be standing up in between scenes waiting. That's not that's not cool, guys. Come on. Hey, you know, or I'll find the material. Hey, sit here, like. Let's let's all do what we need to do on this set to make sure that everyone is comfortable and that we can get through because we're going to be here all day. We're going to be here for 12 hours. We're going to be here 15 hours. <laughs> it's a nice suit. I'm exhausted. You're exhausted. Let's make this the easiest, you know, the easiest that we can. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with advocating for yourself because what I'm going to do when I show up on the set, I'm going to know my lines. I'm going to hit my marks. I'm going to show up on time. I'm going to I'm going to do my job. I know that I'm going to do my job. So I need everybody else to do their job. (laughs) So I just need everyone else to do their job. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I do my job, you do yours. The irony uh, of being an artist, right? Here's what's so ironic. Artists, and by artist I mean anyone who does anything creatively that you put in front of the world to see. Because when we put it in front of the world, we're saying, hey, judge what I just did. How do you like it? We're not saying that purposefully, but that is what happens. Whenever you create and you give it to the world, social media, acting, singing, dancing, TV host, artist, painter, creator, builder, anything, you are saying to someone, judge it, whether you want to be judged or not. And Amber makes a really good point. She says, this business of being a creative is about rejection and you have to be crazy (laughs) to be in a business where you're constantly being told no, or you're not enough, or you're not good enough, or you don't look the right... You don't look at the part, if you will. So I asked her about American Idol and what that did for her career and what it meant to be a part of American Idol, because that was arguably the biggest stage for rejection, you know, because they you, you watch why they reject you. We, we tune in to see the rejection. Um, and she had a really great thought. I think the desire, um, yes, having the God-given talent, but I think the desire is so big that even if you wanted to kind of swallow it even if you wanted to bury it there's just no way that you can it just it the 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 love for for it I mean because honestly you got to be crazy to be in this business the 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 business is all about rejection that's it's built on exclusivity it's built on it's built on have you know it's built with gatekeepers it's built on keeping certain people out and it that's that's the way that this business is built so you gotta be you're glutton for punishment 
just wanting to be in in Hollywood. So you have to have the love for what it is that you do. And it honestly is just that hunger, that hunger that you that that hunger turns into a drive. Like, you know, when you're ravenous and you really want something to eat, you'll, you're just like, I'm dropping everything right now so I can eat. And I'm not going to stop until I get food. <laughs> American Idol was like a, a last minute thing. I really, really wanted to go. I begged my mom. I was like uh, to drive me down there. So my mom and my dad and my sister drove me down to the San Francisco audition from Los Angeles. It was such a nightmare drive. Standing outside for hours and hours at a chance to just, you know, get to a producer call. Um, uh and never, you know, not making it through. Like, I was really devastated when I didn't get a yes. I was really devastated. And it, and it ended up kind of being, like, really sweet because I ended up working for Fox anyway. Except now I was getting paid to sing, um, which was much better <laughs> than going on American Idol and singing for free. But, you know, it just goes to show you that everything happens for a reason. The great thing about me being on Glee is I was always highlighted as a singer. So... People expected me to sing, but you still have to prove yourself as an artist. And that happens by knowing exactly who you are and being on your grind, just like I was on my grind as an actor. So um, I feel like they do compete with my time sometimes because um, I am focused on my acting career and um, also being a producer and wanting to produce content and television. So the time is sometimes it's like well you still gotta have a life you know you can't live in the studio um but you know i try to i try to manage my time wisely amber riley still with us still dropping gems as i love on the other side of the break we'll be back every champion and carry champions to be a champion a champion and carry champion and carry champion a champion and carry champion and carry champion Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Nissan has a car for everyone, and that means every driver who wants more. Whatever your more is, more freedom, more head-turning style, more exhilaration, Nissan has it. Get more exhilaration behind the wheel of the Nissan Z, the sports car built to deliver the most thrilling drive ever. Make more moves with the Nissan Rogue that can switch between power and fuel efficiency at the press of a pedal. If you're craving more adventure with your crew, try the Nissan Pathfinder, the vehicle with a muscle to help you handle the journey. Want more of a rush with your 
drive, zip around in the agile and stylish Nissan Sentra. And for a drive that's positively more electric, the Nissan Aria has the perfect combination of raw power and refined luxury. When you want more of what makes driving exciting, from sports cars and sedans to EVs, pickups, and crossovers, you can rely on Nissan because more is all we do. Get the endless excitement and the more you've been looking for. Check out Nissan's amazing lineup. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. 2023 EPA fuel economy estimates. 30 city MPG, 37 highway MPG, 33 combined MPG for Rogue S and SV front wheel drive. 28 city MPG, 35 highway MPG, 31 combined MPG for Rogue S and SV all wheel drive. 29 city MPG, 36 highway MPG, 32 combined MPG for Rogue SL and Platinum front wheel drive. 28 city MPG, 34 highway MPG, 31 combined MPG for Rogue SL and Platinum all wheel drive. Actual mileage may vary with driving conditions. Use for comparison only. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Every champion and carry champions to be a champion. A champion and carry champion. That girl, you did it. Got a champion. Amber Riley, welcome back to Naked. Well, the reason, in my opinion, humble opinion, uh, I believe Amber is finding success is because she is unapologetic about what her shadows are, meaning she's talking about therapy. She's talking about the idea that she is a plus-size Black woman in a world where they only are looking for, you know, real thin white women, if you will. Uh, She doesn't look the part, but she gets the part. So to be a lead in this movie, Single Black Female on Lifetime, is really interesting. And and you know why it's interesting? Because I was saying in the beginning, this is a remake of that film, Single White Female. And uh, I did a little research, came out in 1992, and it was Bridget Fonda and Jennifer Jason Leigh. I remember it like it was yesterday because Jennifer Jason Leigh was crazy. Um. And I think that if you understand what it means to be an actress, uh, a black actress more specifically, they always try to give you the black role, right? So they take this film that did pretty fairly well, that featured white women, and they were like, no, single black female. Let me do that. I love it. Uh, I asked Amber, how did she feel about being the lead in this film? Single Black Female is a a spinoff or a different version of Single White Female. So, um, you know, just being in a psychological thriller, two plus size Black women. Raven Goodman Goodman is a great friend of mine. I'm also a fan of hers just as an actor in general. She's a phenomenal actor. So us being able to play leads. And I, I always say this, like, I'm a leading lady. That's one of my confessions when I wake up in the morning. Like, I look in the mirror and I'm like, you're a leading lady. You know what I'm saying? You're not just a sidekick. You're not just the best friend. You're a leading lady. And um, this was an opportunity to be a leading lady. Same for Raymond uh, Goodwin. And then I read the script. And then, you know, Lifetime has um, is 
pushing female directors and stories. The, 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 the script was written by two women, our director, Sherry Carpenter, um, the producers were all women, um, all black women. And then having, you know, a, a black female leads in the film and reading the script, how amazing it was. And it's just, it was just everything perfect for my career. This is such a great step in direction for my career. And it was like a no brainer. It was like an immediate yes for me. Your character is who? Which, which one? Which one? Oh, I, this- <laughs> yeah. I, you know. I am the, um, I am the crazy one. <laughs> I play, <laughs> I play uh, the obsessed character. And it was very something very different for me. I've never played a, a character like this uh, before. And um, it was really fun and sometimes very uncomfortable. And I had to st- I, I definitely stepped out outside of my my comfort zone um, doing this character. But I loved it. I did. I loved I loved it. It's a really juicy film. Um, it's super exciting. Janet Hubert is uh playing Raven Goodwin's character, Monica's mom. Uh, absolutely amazing working with her. And it's, it got a little bit of everything in it. Got a little bit of spice. Got a little bit of sexiness. I'm ready for all of it because when I heard this character, this movie was being redone as a black film, I was with it because mm-hmm. Single White Female was everything. I used to watch that on repeat. I don't know why I love those type mm-hmm. of thrillers, right? But it was always good. <laughs> I was like, she crazy. It was good. She crazy. Yeah. So now you telling me yeah. the girl I was afraid of. I was like, oh, she crazy. She crazy. I forget the woman's name. And I Let really tried to pray, play that character. I really wanted to humanize the character. But I, which I feel like I did, like I wanted people to feel for that character. Um, but then at the end, I wanted to be able to go nuts, which I did. And that was so much fun. <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but I definitely think Amber is successful. And I and I asked her that question, you know, do you think you've made it, if you will? She has a film out. She's been on Glee. She was on American Idol. Win or not win, she's known. She sang, she sang at the... DNC, as she has albums. I mean, there's all kinds of things, right, that I can list that point to accomplishments and dreams fulfilled. But when I asked her, you know, she was honest. Again, why I love her so. And it seems that so many of us suffer from this, and that's imposter syndrome. You don't necessarily know if you belong, but I definitely think she belongs. I think imposter syndrome definitely set in after that. Like, girl, when they find out, explain that. And when they find out <laughs> that you're here, <laughs> all of that is gonna be like taken away. They're gonna, they're gonna figure you out, girl. <laughs> Why are you on Oprah? To me, it's self sabotage. It's and it's not. It's you, and it's that that word that is a good word, but it's also a bad word. Humility, because I feel like in. And humility has been ingrained in it's like people, black people are always taught. This is just how I feel to be humble and to always be grateful. Right. Um, especially black women. It's, I've been in I've been in I've been in situations where I was walking in my greatness and my confidence. And I saw somebody purposely trying to humble me because it bothered them. I've, you you battle with. Yes, I'm, I want to be grateful, but I also bring something to the table, too. So it's the, it's a it's a delicate balance. And, and, you know, when you sit in front of somebody like Oprah Winfrey or, 
you know, the Obamas or whomever that may be for you, imposter syndrome and, you know what I'm saying, that self-saboteur sometimes will kind of come to the surface and be like, when they figure out that you're not supposed to be here, what's going to happen? But it's like, no, if they didn't think that you were supposed to be here, they wouldn't have asked. And you have worked hard, you know, and you have had sleepless nights and you've had tears and you have done the smaller events that you didn't get paid for and invested in other people's projects that didn't invest in you and did things, you know, but didn't get the shine or didn't get the recognition. Like you've done those things. So appreciate this moment now. And (laughs) I remember one time I was praying and I was like, God, I do all of it. I try to be such a good person and I invest in other, and this person is getting this and that person is getting that. And I don't understand Blah, 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 blah. And I just remember feeling like God said to me, but you don't know their life. You're just looking at what's on the surface. But you have so many great things. You have an amazing family that is super supportive. Because there are some people, you know, some kids that want to be on television and and are are very, you know, want to be in the entertainment industry. And they have parents that are like, absolutely not. You going to school, you going to college. You're going to get this degree. You're going to get a good job. I don't think that I've had an I made it moment. I'm still like, I don't, I'm still waiting for that moment, I guess. (laughs) I don't think I've had that. But I've had a, I have had moments where I was just like, how did I get here? (laughs) Standing next to President Obama and First Lady Michelle Obama at the White House (laughs) and then being asked to come back repeatedly you know, meeting them and like having first lady like email you or send you, hey, Amber, thank you so like it's or when I see her, she like likes it's weird. I like I know them. And then I met Oprah that same weekend, like not even trying to be whatever. But I thought the plane was literally going to crash on the way home because I was like, there's nothing else that I can actually do one weekend in one weekend. <laughs> it's insane. Insane. I actually did the Oprah Winfrey show and it was like really, I think that uh, maybe the following year, it uh, Oprah was gone, like she canceled her show. She stopped doing the show the following year. So we were one of her last guests and it, I, man, when I tell you she's such a pro, like she walked right up to my mom. She knew my mother's name. She knew everyone's name. Like she was so personable, like, hey, um. Hey, Tiny, it's so nice to meet you. I know you're happy. You're so proud of your daughter. And we, me and my mom were just like, how does she know her name? There's like 17 of us in this cast. And she knew everyone's parents' names. Like, she's just, she was so gracious and, and just amazing. Uh, just great. Amber, if you're listening, this just in. Hanging out with Oprah. And she know your mama and y'all friends. At least friends in my book. You made it. You You officially made it. Signed, lady who stalks Oprah daily. (laughs) Meantime, I asked Amber as we close, what was next for her? Very thoughtful and and truly creative and also everywhere. Everything's next for her. Oh, man. I I mean, I don't think that I really look that far in advance. I just have general goals of what I want to see in my life. But that timeline isn't really up to me. That's up to God to be honest, when it can happen. But I definitely want my own television show. That's always something that I've wanted since I was a kid. Um, I want to produce it. I want to star in it. And I want to write on it. 
So that's always been a big dream of mine. And as far as music, music is more of a passion for me than a job. Acting is more of a, acting is a passion, but it's also a job to me, a job that I really love. But with music, it's like, there's a different part uh, of my heart that is connected to music. So I feel like in the future, I definitely want to put an album out. I put out an EP, I'm putting out another EP, but I want to put out a full a full album and project and be able to tour because we're in, but we're in a pandemic. So touring is weird. Um, <laughs> it's a very, very weird time. <laughs> yeah. It's a very, very weird time, but I guess I see myself in five years doing what I'm doing now and hopefully finding more success in, in the things that I venture into. Amber, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I appreciate you for doing that. If you're listening, listen, You've made it. You're creating space in a world that didn't want you there, that didn't necessarily promote you being there, that wasn't always welcoming and may not be welcoming as I speak to you now. But I appreciate your your diligence, your head down approach. Like, I got to do this. Whether you want me in it or not, I'm doing this. Head down, head down, head down, head down. She's creating space and it is encouraging. Pretty soon... It won't be about, oh, are you a plus-size black woman? It's just, gosh, you're a great actress. It is, gosh, you're a great singer. Gosh, you've done so much. I really respect you as a thespian, if you will. That's it. It's not about what you look like. At all. They'll ignore all of that. Talent does trump all, and she is definitely talented. Um, I hope you guys have enjoyed this edition of Naked. We had to pay some bills, lots of bills, long commercials, but you know how that is. Got to pay the bills. Um, and last but not least, before I go, uh, I really, truly am grateful for all that uh, I have with you as listeners and the support you give me um, as you watch me try to create space in different areas. Again, I want to thank you guys for just supporting me and all that I do. I really appreciate it. I'm really grateful that you are down for all my adventures all my new projects and more importantly that you're just listening that you're telling folks about the podcast we're doing really really well and i'm grateful enjoy your week be back next week goodbye state farm insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help with funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We all can't help but wonder what adventures lie just over the next ridge. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in a 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always your updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Along with Assistant, Google Maps, and Google Play Store are all built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. Learn more at NissanUSA.com.